the Soul Coaching Oracle Show with Hannah Yamayev. Hey, you guys, it's your Soul Coaching Oracle, Hannah Yamaya here. And it is November the 17th, 2021. And today I have three special guests, okay? I have three special guests and two of them already been a special guest, a co-host with me um, through the years. I have Miss Setfire J from It Sets Fire Readings. I got Tiffany Alexander for Water Band Spiritual Life Coaching. And I also have Miss Sable, Miss Sable Frazier from Intuitive 8 Healing Okay, so all of these women are here today because we are talking about the baby and Denny Lee, and we are going to put it in the spiritual aspect as how it is affecting all women, not only women and men around the world, and how it's becoming a cause, and it's how they are becoming a cause to society, and how it's affecting society, society right now. So stay tuned, you guys. My name is Hannah Yamaya, your soul coach and oracle, and we will be back after these messages. Have you been on Sacred Creations and Healing? Have you liked and followed Sacred Creations and Healing? Today, I want to invite you to like, follow us, on Facebook. Also, subscribe to our website and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on IG. Look below. It's all in the caption of this um, podcast. This is Hannah Yamaya with Sacred Creations and Healing, your soul coach and oracle. Go like and follow us. Listen to us. Go like us on Facebook. Also, come and listen to us on Facebook with your soul coach and oracle on Facebook. You guys have a blessed and lovely day. Alright you guys, so I'm back your girl, it's your girl Hannah Yamaya and I want to go ahead and give you some updates before I bring my special co-host on here. I have three co-hosts coming in, Miss Sapphire Jones from It's Sapphire's Reading and I also have Mrs. Sable um, Frazier from Intuitive 8 Healing. I also have Mrs. Tiffany Alexander for Water, uh, water Being Life Coaching, uh, Spiritual Life Coaching. So um, as you guys know, um, it has went viral about Danny Lee and the baby. And um, a couple nights ago um, on Instagram Live, the baby and his on and off girlfriend, singer Danny Lee, got into a vicious verbal fight on his Instagram that ended with the police being, being called. Um, and as you guys know, the two of them welcomed their firstborn child together back in August. Um, and you can see these two arguing. And it appears that Danny Lee was breastfeeding in the live as well. Um, and we also, you know, she was breastfeeding her baby while she was laying in the bed. Um, and she was seen attacking the baby um, while holding their newborn. Both Denny Lee and the baby later posted statements on their IG story in an attempt to clean up the drama. Now, 
One of the statements said, why every time I'm viral, this girl want to post about me? You know what the fuck? I, you know where the fuck I'm out. I have reached out to you to be cordial plenty of times and no one stole your man because you he hasn't he wasn't yours. Watch his interviews. Shit, watch yours. So you so motherfucking tight that I'm with him and you can't wait till I leave so he can fuck on you and the rest of these Charlotte hoes you just one of those one of them like he told me stop using my name for clout so you can post your period panties if you want to speak on me link me then the other one says literally putting this the date on his statement my god my poor baby got a lane for a father damn everyone go enjoy the show and listen to stick up levels which was written about me since I'm the crazy one in this love affair. And that was written by Danny Lee and one of them was written by the baby. Okay? Danny Lee make these statements. So Danny Lee commented, this man is mad because I had a plan B sent to his condo because all he wanted to do is come in me with no responsibilities. He probably wants me out of here out so he can fuck on his baby mama fuck his baby mama and other hoes too. Since the baby want to put up with a statement with a with a his cap ass, I'll put mine up. So we have been living with each other for the past three months since our baby been born. And in the response, the baby comment. <coughs> excuse me. The baby comments, based on my reputation with multiple threats of setting up an internet scheme and a person refusing not to let me go, me and somebody else here knew to record her i don't beat on or and yell at and chase around like one of those fatal love attraction type of girls during the live the police came the police turned up as the baby is seen asking danny to leave his home um when when the police came he told danny that she needed to leave the pair was first linked after they started in the music video for the collaboration Levi High together and had been on and off from then until their breakup. So after denying the rumors, the two were spotted again during quarantine, which led to Danny confirming the relationship was a cozy snap of her snuggling up under the rapper caption, my love, I don't care. They were fueled as she posted pictures coddling her bump with her caption, the biggest which fans believe was a play on the rapper's name. And the part of fish, the pair officially split up in January after months of dating. So with this being said, Denny Lee and the baby um, has a baby. They've been dating since COVID started. Um, and earlier this month, the 29 year old rapper whose real name is Jonathan Lindell Kirk divided fans after announcing 22 shows rolling loud tower tour after homophobic homophobic rant run so he basically have a homophobic he don't like gays um coming under the fire for his thoughts about gay people and people living with hiv and AIDS on stage he said if you didn't show up today with hiv and aids and any of them deadly sexual transmitted disease that'll make you die in two or three weeks put your cell phone light in the air he continued, ladies, if your pussy smell like water, put your cell phone light in the air. Fellas, if your dick, if you, if you ain't sucking a, a nigga's dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone light in the air and keep it fucking for real. 
A representative Rolling Loud told TMZ, Rolling Loud supports second chances and believe the baby has grown and learned from his experience and everyone will be will, will be welcome at the show. So right now we are at a place in our life how this is going to be affecting a lot of women and a lot of men in the world. And as you can see, if you go down your Facebook page and you listen and you look at your timeline, most of the posts are about this relationship. So as you know, I have three experts um, and they are really good at what they do. We are going to be talking about how it's affecting the world and how it's affecting them. Um, We'll also be talking about the law of cause and effect and how they are the cause of what's going on in the world and how it's affecting the world using it in a spiritual aspect. So stay tuned, you guys. I have Miss Sable, Miss Sapphire, and Miss Tiffany joining me after these messages. You guys have a blessed night and stay tuned. Hey, you guys, it's your girl, Hannah Yamaya, and we are here with Miss Sapphire Jones today. How are you, Miss Sapphire? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I am doing good. So, as everybody know, I gave you guys the backstory on Danny Lee and the baby and everything that is going on with him. I even gave you the backstory about the baby, who he is, and all of that. So, Miss Sapphire, we're talking about how this situation between the baby and Danny Lee has become a um, it is affecting people in, in a spiritual way um, mm-hmm. and I use it as the I basically say that it's kind of like the caterpillar and the butterfly effect how we can learn from the things that we go through and we can transform from the caterpillar to the butterfly and I feel like that right now with this situation when it comes to Danny Lee she is transforming from a butterfly to a caterpillar because I definitely definitely think that when I looked it up they both were Capricorns and Capricorns yeah Danny Lee is born on (laughs) she said ooh (laughs) (laughs) so Danny Lee is born on December the 20th, the 20th, 1994. And then the baby, he was born on December the 22nd, 1991. So they are actually two days apart and three years apart as Capricorns. And what is your take on that? Well, it sounds like she's on the cusp of being a Sagittarius and a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Um my take on it is it is a phenomenon i have never seen nothing like that Mm -hmm. to be honest um i thought that it was just it was a lot it brought up a lot of emotions in me i'm not gonna lie like at one moment i kind of felt like really like that was wrong for him to kind of blast all their information Mm -hmm. online i was felt myself you know thinking about the baby and in his motives, it was basically just a whirlwind of emotions. But I agree with you that I feel like there's a lot of takeaway points and lessons to be learned from this situation. The fact that it was broadcast all over the world. Right. And I, I, I read this quote. Um, I'm going to read this quote because I did forget to read it earlier in this segment. But um, I don't know if you know who J.K. Rowling is, but he actually yes. um, is the, the author of the Harry Potter books. 
Um, and he said that we do not need magic to change the world. We carry all power we need inside of ourselves already. So we have the power to imagine. And I think that when it comes to Daddy Lee, Daddy Lee, she is young. You know what I'm saying? She's really, really young. Um, and, you know, when we are, what, 23, 24 years old, maybe 25, 26, we look at love in a fantasy world. Yeah. And I, 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 and I'm not taking the baby side, but she, I, you know how they say having a baby doesn't keep a man. No, it doesn't. And we don't know the whole story as to why they was arguing and what was going on in their relationship prior to the argument on Instagram, um, and how the baby and her. I do know that as I watched the live, she did attack the baby while she had the baby, her baby in her hand. Oh my god! Yeah, and she was breastfeeding. Yeah. Um, and when it comes to stuff like that, like what I want people to understand is that having a child is not I think that we do a disservice to people by not explaining how serious it is bringing life into this world. Right. It's not only difficult carrying a child, um it's difficult to co-parent. It is difficult um even giving birth. And then mm-hmm. you have the afterbirth, you have your postpartum. A lot of women, she's still technically in postpartum depression time because right. the baby's only three months old. And yeah. so I'm sure, like, going through all of this is only exacerbating an already exhausted woman. And right. so you really have to think before you um, allow yourself to get pregnant or, or, or get in that situation, do I have the support system that I need in place to get me through should something go left? Like, do I have those things in place or am I going to be in a situation where I don't have anyone to turn to and unfortunately I feel that that is where Danny Lay is and I don't know if that's all doing or what but you know I think it's a time I think there was a lot of signs that she ignored there was repetitious signs and and inner guidance kind of letting her know that hey this is not this is not it right (laughs) but you gotta think about it because she's a corpse She's a corpse from Capricorn, Capricorn to Sagittarius. Uh-huh. And you being a Sagittarius yourself, you can say that most Sagittarius are impulsive. Yes, I can't I can say that. But I think the difference is with me is like instead of jumping head first into a situation which I feel that Danny did, I was getting for for if I get a little personal. <laughs> when Go it ahead. comes to me, I was getting readings done. Like from trusted other um, people, psychics and readers. Right. That I trusted. I know that they was about that. That they were about their business and they were they were going to tell the truth. So when it comes to that, I, I did my research and mm-hmm. I made sure that the situation was going to be beneficial towards me in the long haul. Right. Or I continue. Right. And, and I think that. that's what she didn't do. Yeah. Like, because she yeah. was resting. It they it, it started. You know, as I was reading. Um, on it, they basically started messing around with each other after they did that collaboration um, on Levi High, that song with the baby. And, and you know what? Danny mm-hmm. actually started off as a choreographer and she worked under uh, the legendary Prince. Mm-hmm. That's what I found out as well. And I think their first collaboration was one of his songs. Um, dang, I can't think of it, but it's the one where he's dancing in the street. And all the people are dancing with him. 
You talk about beatbox. Oh no, it's called bop or something like that. Yeah, bop. Yeah. Uh huh. She choreographed that, and so that's when they kind of got close. And then, like you said, also collaborating on Levi High. So you know, I'm sure they they developed this nice rapport. Right. But at that point, and sometimes uh, ladies and gentlemen or whatever, like you refer to yourself as, sometimes it's best to leave business as business, and you don't right. need to blur those lines. Right. You don't want to mix business with pleasure. And so what I wanted to say is that when I talk about the meta the metaphor the metaphors of the caterpillar and the butterfly is this is a classic analog um, analog of transformation. Yes. Um, and what I feel like is that with this relationship between the baby and Denley is that they were they were in the beginning they were like the eggs that hatch. Okay? Mm-hmm. The eggs that hatch where out calls crawls as eager caterpillar. Okay, with all kinds of fear, trying to find his way, trying to figure itself out, um, where they actually just latch onto something or to someone um, that brings a feeling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and this person, you know, energy is energy. And I feel like, yes, their energy matched, but I think that she was more latching on to and munching on to having that someone. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and at the time, you know, the baby was actually really blowing up. Like, Mm -hmm. he was was getting a lot of traction, a lot of features, and different things like that. But I think you're so right. I feel like in that situation, Danny was, like, kind of like a fish out of water. Like, and instead of focusing on her career, which should have been her main focus. Right. Um... Cause, Cause, best believe the baby is is very focused on his career. Yes, and he's not gonna let any relationship. Nobody come between his his business. Yes, right. He's not gonna let any relationship hold him back or 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 anything. And so it, it saddens me the fact that she's talking and she doesn't have nowhere to go. She's right. like, I don't have this woman has collaborations with Chris Brown, the baby. She has big time collaboration she's a recording artist and right. you mean to tell me that you don't have no money you don't have nowhere to go a friend nothing well to be honest with you i feel like this what happened was is covid yeah covid got them where they were covid got them you know stuck in the house with a man you know, can't really be out seen, can't make no money. COVID kind of messed up a lot for a lot of people, including some of the music, you know, musicians out here. Yeah. Um, so one of the things I see is that when it came to COVID, as Denny Marie, I said Denny Marie, but Denny Lee <laughs> and uh, the baby, mm-hmm. they packed their stuff up in this house and they were in the honeymoon phase of their relationship. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and it was a situation um, from what I watched last night, or even from what the baby said himself. His account is that she was getting ready to have the baby, but she was out in the Dominican Republic, which is uh-huh. where she's from. He uh-huh. said he flew out there with his mama to welcome the baby, the child, into the world. And he noticed that the living conditions out there in the in the Dominican Republic were not to his liking. Like he said, the hospitals were not up to par. Like it just seemed like a sketchy situation. And also around that time, she was having beef with her family members. Uh-huh. So what happened was he flies her back to the United States to give birth. Like she told him, I don't feel safe out here. I don't feel comfortable out here. I want to leave with you. So uh-huh. allegedly... 
according to him, he brings her back to the States and she has the baby. And then the, the three of them were living together for the past three months. And right. so now at this point, he's like, I want you to go. Right. So I, if she's in a tough situation because I feel like she has a strange meant with her family. And I've been there. And it's like, you almost need somebody to grab you by the hand and just say, you know what? At this point in your life, you really have to learn how to depend and rely upon yourself. Right. Because so right everyone now, around you is folding on you. Right. Because right now she's back at the caterpillar, the caterpillar point. She yeah. has to she has to go back in hiding. She has to figure it out. She has to allow herself to take a couple time, a couple minutes for herself to figure out what is next. She got to reabsorb. She got to have, she got to clean her skin. And what I mean by clean her skin, she's going to have to shed her skin. She's going to have to reclaim her power. Because right now, Danny Lee is basically alone in this world. And what I feel like right now, until she reclaim her power and she shed that skin and she goes back into hiding, she become a hermit to herself and isolate herself from the baby and everything in the world because now excuse me now she's basically everybody know her business yeah and it's very unfortunate but at the same time I felt like it had to happen funny is that I was looking up the energies um I ran across a post that was talking of this week and shout out to I'm gonna give credit on who who uh made the post Okay. To uh, into it in you, and okay. it says the weekly energy forecast for this week, the fifteenth through the twenty-first. It says um, situations that have been festering and remaining unresolved for some time will come to a head. Uh-huh. Okay, expect truth, wisdom, and freedom. Uh, these truths can bring pain, but they can also bring confirmation and ultimately freedom. Uh-huh. So. The energies in, in the universe right now, like, kind of set this situation up to kind of be inevitable. Yes. It's like, you can only push shit under the rug for oh so long until you're just faced with, you don't got no choice now at this point. And I think this is like the universe's way and her spirit guides and ancestors way of telling her, like, you need to stop. Like, you need to part from this man, like, be about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Get yourself together. Get on your unhealthy. Right. She's gonna have to create a she's gonna have to create a new reality for her and her son. Ain't is it a boy, right? It's it's a baby girl. Okay, well her and her daughter. So right now I think that where she was at in her life when it came to the baby was an experience that she must she needed to have um in this world for her to have a completely unique different cycle. You know, they know you know how transformation is about a cycle ending and another cycle beginning and so where this cycle ends there it begins a new beautiful life that yes. brings forth so right now in her most profound aspect of her becoming the butterfly if we speaking of the butterfly and I mean the caterpillar and the butterfly effect she has to transform to another caterpillar be, rebor- be reborn again and this is called what I call it uh, a magic, uh, imaginal, um, imaginal cell or disc. And That's this is beautiful. She, she has to, uh, she's going to have to hold all that information that she had in her head before she had met this man 
so she can transform into that butterfly. She has to get back to her natural self. And I know that in my last segment, we talked about sexuality. I, I definitely said that when women get in relationships with men, especially us young women, we lose ourselves. Yes. We forget who we are. So I feel like that she has to empty the consciousness, you know, empty that cup of her consciousness in order for her to find her destiny, for her to be able to awaken, to know that she really has a lot of help out in the world. And I know she probably don't want to hear this, and she probably, if she ever listened to this podcast, but social services is on your side. Yeah. And I know that she probably don't want to do that because she she has all the fame and, you know, probably could get all the fortune. But I think it's only up to her to decide to wake up and not allow somebody to have that much control over their life where yeah. you don't have nowhere to go. Because if you're giving your if, if she's giving the baby all this power over her life and she's giving her family all this power over her life, then she has no power over nothing. Right. So I didn't pull cards yet, but did you pull cards on uh, the situation? Um, yes, I, I actually did a, a tarot reading on the situation um, yesterday, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. can be found on my TikTok page, which I'll go into later. But right now, I did pull some oracle cards, and um, I feel like your spirit guides are asking her to set her sights higher. Like this is about increasing your standards and expecting more for yourself. Don't settle. Like that part literally came out. So. The fact of the matter is, is that she's settling for a man that doesn't want to commit to her. Um, at the end of the day, he doesn't want to be in a relationship, a long-term relationship with you. Now, it seems like he will take care of his child. He will take care of his responsibility. But as far as the attachment and her thinking that this is a man that she's going to be with for the rest of her life or whatever, like that, she needs to get her sights off of him. And I yep. feel like you're right. She needs to, to consult an expert. That came out as well. Um, she needs more information. She may even just need information on owning your power. Right. Yeah. She may just need that insight on like, oh, I can make my own choices. Wait a minute. I can do whatever I want to do in this situation. Yes. Wait, I'm not, just, I'm not just stuck of being with my family or being with him. Now, sometimes hard decisions have to be made. Okay. Make a decision did come out. And I'm going to give an example of my own life. Sometimes when you can't depend on family or your partner, sometimes you really literally have to step out on faith and be like, okay, I'm going to get it out the mud myself. If I got to depend on yourself. You don't if I got to get a studio, if I got to get a studio apartment, if I got to stay at an extended stay hotel, if I got to do whatever I got to do so I can be peaceful with me and my child, I'm going to do that. And, right. that, and it might be scary for anyone in that situation. You might be scary, but do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Make sure, do your research, make sure you're in a safe place. But if you feel like you don't have no choices and, and everywhere you turn, it, it's people trying to just control you. Sometimes it's better to start fresh by yes. yourself. Yes. Not only that is, and I'm going to reach out to you. And if you ever listen to this podcast, I am a life coach. I do have a mentorship program, Miss Danny. And I will welcome you with open arms so I can help you get your life back on track. As a young woman, I, speaking from experiences, I have been kicked out by a man. I have gave a man my whole entire life. He had his hand, my life in his hands. Mm -hmm. And I left this man 
two years ago. It's 2020. I left him at the end. Well, actually, a year and a half ago. It's about to be two years. But I left him because it was more of me finding me. And maybe this is your spirit telling you, maybe this is the end of the cycle between you and him. Maybe that the gift that you needed, the love that you needed is from the person that you, from that, that life that you gave. Because I'm going to tell you something as a mother of six. And I know that Miss Sapphire J can say this too. The love that you get from your children is not the love that you will get from any man, because the love that you get from your children is unconditional. No matter how many times you yell at them, how many times you spank them, how many times you put them in a corner, they still going to love you unconditionally. So that child that you have right now, that baby girl that you just gave birth to, that will forever be a companionship that can never be broken. And honestly, the, the companionship that you have with yourself can never be broken. broken. But you have to work on that too, just like you work on being in a relationship with another person. You got to work on your self-forgiveness, your self-love. Yes. Like everywhere you go, you're going to be there. So it's very important and imperative that you're constantly doing the self-work, the inner work. And it's not about being hard on yourself, but do but be able and willing to be honest with yourself and and. and and own the part that you may have played in this situation and then just say you know what I forgive myself I'll be compassionate with myself but I'm not going to use that energy just to run back into the same situation I'm going to use all that energy to gain stability financially to uh-huh. gain my peace of mind my right mind right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gain some boundaries I'm going to use all that energy that I'm using to prove that I was not just a side chick and, and all this ratchet shit because I'm going to be honest Danny like you don't never want to be in a situation where niggas can or people can just laugh at you and go about their day and you're in turmoil. Like, yeah. you got to get to the place where I'm okay. Like, I'm going to make sure that I'm okay before anybody else. Before I use my energy on you, I'm going to use my energy on me. Me, yes. And that, that, yeah. You got to be able to know, you need to know yourself. Until you yes. know yourself, ladies and gentlemen, Danny Lee. Whoever is listening to this, nothing will ever be what you want it to be until you have that relationship with yourself. You know yourself. You know your worth. Ladies, self-worth is so much more than some dick. Absolutely. And if you don't know your worth, then how can you expect any man on this planet to know that you are worthy enough to love unconditional without no judgment? facts so i want to go to the break we've been you know on here for we've been on here for 20 minutes and i want to thank you miss yes. you would like to um go ahead and tell people to about what you do um this is your time this is the mic you got it <laughs> all right thank you and i just want to close out by saying um that i did get one more card the treasure chest and so there is abundance out there for her she does have um gifts I mean, again, this is just about recognizing you and your power and being strong enough to walk away and being strong enough to walk your path in your journey because everyone has one. So I just wish everybody well that's um, under the sound of my voice. And I thank you for having me. So I'm Sapphire J. You guys can find me at It's Sapphire Readings on Facebook. It's going to be spelled I-T as in Tom, Z-Z dot Sapphire, F-A. F-F-I-R-E readings, okay? And I am I'm also 
uh, as you can see, commas with Sapphire J here on Anchor and Spotify. And also, it's Sapphire on Bego. Okay, so if you guys want to link up with me, please do. Um, I do readings. I do rituals. Um, I do Reiki healing. I do a bunch of stuff. <laughs> a yeah, bunch of spiritual stuff. And I'm, I'm always collaborating with Hannah. So, you know. Yes, and we are actually working on a, a talk show on Bigo. So, stay on the lookout for that. That will be advertised on here as soon as we finish getting everything together. So, I want to thank you for joining. And this is your like your third time joining with me. I love you being yes. <laughs> so I love it too. We're going to go to this break, you guys. I'll be back with Miss Sable Frazier. And y'all stay tuned. I'm out. Peace. talked about the significance of the baby and how the baby and Danny Lee has been going through this um, out of the ordinary situation and we talked about how they how they are going from the, the caterpillar and the butterfly effect and so I wanted to talk to you about 
how Danny is trying, how this this situation is a part of her awakening. Um, and it's not only just her awakening, but it's an expansion of her consciousness where she is having to, where she is trying to, where her, her identity is shifting um, in a spiritual way. So what do you get from this situation? What is your thoughts on this situation? Um, well, just from the outside looking in, I put, well, first of all, I did pull cards <laughs> to peek okay. in. Um, I did ask spirit uh what was going on or rather what what she needed to overcome this situation Mm -hmm. um but just from the beginning from the outside looking in um I could tell like we all could tell that there were like red flags there that she missed or some things that she overlooked and Mm -hmm. and there's reasons behind that you know um the first reason that we usually miss the red flags um is because we usually don't set boundaries yes we don't set boundaries for ourselves or other people that we're in a relationship with and Mm -hmm. the reason for that is usually because of how we were raised you Mm -hmm. know perhaps she grew up in a situation where um maybe her parents constantly overstep boundaries and they really never taught her how to love how to love or be properly loved right right yeah So, and, um, mm-hmm. well, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, and so I actually used the Heal Yourself reading cards okay. uh, by Anna uh, Siegel. And sure enough, the first card that came out was self-love. Right. Okay. Yeah, she definitely has to practice some self-love and, and putting herself first. And if I believe that if she had done that from the beginning, um, this situation probably would have never come about. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's my take on that. <laughs> okay. So, um, welcome. This is Miss um, Tiffany Alexander is in the house. Hi, my Hi. love. So, how was you feeling today? I feel a lot better. I was under the weather a few days ago. I do apologize, but I feel a lot better. Ready to do some things. Yes, ma'am. So, I wanted to talk about how Danny Lee is going through a identity shift in, in this situation right now. And Ooh, um, so ironic you talking about that. I'm glad you are. <laughs> right. So I, I was telling Sapphire and I'm going to tell you guys that, you know, both Danny Marie and the baby is Capricorns. And Danny, Danny Marie is a corpse. She's kind of like on the Sagittarius and the Capricorn, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that in reality coming from a spiritual aspect is that spirituality when it comes to Danny Marie she has to find her higher self mm-hmm. uh, and yep. it, it is the ideal of being the cause rather than the effect because right now she basically is the cause but it's only if we're I would rather be the cause than the effect and I feel like that this situation as a whole um, is affecting a lot of us Especially as women. You get what I'm saying? Um, so I think that she's going through this shift where she is defining herself through observation um, of the material world. Um, mm-hmm. to, and she's trying to recognize the absolute truth of who she are as a spiritual being. I'm not sure if she's spiritual or religious, but I do feel like that when she finds her higher self, when it comes to the situation, it is a victory within. 
So what is your thoughts, Mrs. Tiffany? Now, when I when I first I heard hearing that they were even together back in the day, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I wonder what that's about. Mm-hmm. And as it started progressing, I'm like, oh, she's looking for outside validation. Yes, yes. She is. Yes, and, and that's all I see is outside validation. Even to the point that when she was pregnant, everybody knew who that baby, who the baby's father was. Why did she keep it a secret? Because she was waiting for outside validation. And people, and of course, um, people were like, oh, ooh, why would she want to have her first baby with him? This, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. It goes back to what Ms. Sapphire said about self-love. Right. Stable. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sapphire said self-love too. She did. She oh, did. okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. And um and remember I didn't even hear the song, but I heard about it. The the yellow bone or red bone is what she wanted, whatever oh, he yeah. was. Mm-hmm. I, I think where she's coming from is a deep place of hurt. I feel I don't know if her father was in her life. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she's looking for validation, period. And I'm not saying she don't love her baby, but I feel like that's the reason why she had this child. I feel like she don't, she, she's looking for love and, and I'm a, I'm just going to be blunt. I've been there before where I said, Hey, let me have a baby that will love me unconditionally. Yeah. I found out it's not true. I mean, <laughs> I they love you, but they, you know what I'm saying? If they still don't feel that void that you were looking exactly. to be fulfilled. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, I, I disagree. I'm going to tell you why. I, I disagree because I, I, I have a bond with all six of my children. Um, and, and to be honest with you, no matter what I say to them, no matter what I do to them, they never. I, I believe I was I was raised in a family where I loved you and hugs wasn't wasn't something that my mom and my dad did for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I make sure that my kids know that I love them. I make sure that my kids know that I am there. I hug my kids. I kiss my kids. I I give my kids that affection that a child should have. Mm-hmm. Or not. You know what I'm saying? So I disagree. I think that it's more how you are with your kids. If you are not giving them that emotional support, that affection that they need from the time they were born all the way up until they are 18. My daughter is 14 years old today. Like, she'll be 14 and not even a month from today. And I will let you know this right now. Even though she's 14, she does not like me giving her hugs. She does not like me kissing her because she's still finding herself... I still want her to know, baby, I support you. And I feel like no matter what we do to our children, no matter how we do our children, they always going to love us unconditionally. Because yeah, they- I yeah, I totally agree with that part. But so I got a 21-year-old. Yeah. I know he loved me, but mm, I wish he would show it in different ways. <laughs> See, but the thing is, it's, it's, it's not about, and, and I feel like this, it's not about that. It's not about the action. Mm-hmm. I get to be honest with you, because I feel like with children, as 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 mothers that water their seed, and I'm I'm having never experienced dealing with a 21 year old yet, but my mom always told me that if your child decide that he don't want to deal with you no more, if they don't want nothing to do with you no more, remind you that they will always come back. 
Yeah, and I, I believe like children, um, like I feel loved unconditionally by my children, but I think like what I identify with, with, with you saying in the beginning or what I thought you were saying is that they don't necessarily like feel that, that void. That's what I was um, saying. They don't feel, right. They don't feel so that void that I'm looking for. Yeah, mm-hmm. like so they love you unconditionally, definitely. But it, it when you have like something deeper going on, like you and you're still looking for outside validation, no love or nothing. Yeah, but see, that's yeah. a, that's a personal thing. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. I feel like this outside validation is toxic. Yeah, exactly. It yep. is. Yes, it's toxic. And so that's why I feel like that's what's going on with Danny Lynn. Yeah, and not only that, it's it's more and of he's this. playing on it. Yeah, it's more of you need someone to tell you how to live, to tell you how to love. You need someone mm-hmm. to let you know that what you're doing is is okay, it's right. Because if 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 I needed someone to tell me, oh girl, you're doing it good, you're doing it good. I don't never need a pet on my back or validation from my mom, my sister, my cousin, my uncle. I would never, or my fiance, I would never need validation from them because I validate myself. Mm-hmm. Right. And see, that's where I had to get to. Exactly. I had to get to that part. And now I'm at the part where where people try to pat me on the back and I'm looking at them like, I know. Yeah. And I they think- looking at me, what? Uh, I can't right. believe you because they want me to still look for outside validation. No, I don't need that no more. Right. Sorry. But I'm going to tell you something about that. I think that the understanding that all is created from spirit and the universal you have universal energy flowing through you as you connect as you have a connection to the entire universe so though though at times it may feel as if you are swimming against the currencies of the societal structure and we have built and learned it is our spiritual evolution to seek the truth and to be free. You don't seek the truth outside of you. Mm-hmm. You seek the mm-hmm. truth from within. That's like the, the, the mathematical equation, what, what comes from transformation. Like transformation is the X factor, basically the quantum leap of the self. And, I, and until she learns the self and she contemplates of the self it's just like the math equation when you change x into any equation the entire equation change along with results so in order for her to see results in her life she's going to have to take this man out of her life as the x factor Mm -hmm. okay and i don't i don't i don't see her doing that anytime soon because she's attached to the outcome Mm mm-hmm she attached to what is going on. She attached to the sex. And we just talked about sex. And doesn't he have another baby on the way too? I think he got like two baby mamas or something. Yeah. No, I think he got somebody pregnant now. No, he, he His first baby mama, she's pregnant again. But he no, had okay. another girl pregnant. But his first baby mama is pregnant right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See? Right. But, uh, but I also... Mama, she got a little more... I, I think she a little more... Mm-hmm. aware herself in the situation but the way I, I feel she sorry for Danny Lee aware. she uh-huh. can't be too aware if she's still in that type of situation but um, <laughs> I also I also pulled cards from the um, 
the love oracle mm-hmm. the island time with wellness um i pulled one two three four six cards and i got girl with a snake Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is empath and narcissist paradigm being charmed to use enable boundaries addiction uh, mm-hmm. codependent obsession possession controlling has block restraint mm-hmm. um act breakup which is you know the breakup separation stop the pattern silent treatment uh or abandonment card um, I do believe she has abandonment issues too. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, do. yep. If you guys also uh, really paid attention to all of the videos that he posted, he mentioned he said this girl has a real Matilda, a real Matilda story. And then he went on to say how she was oh, with her parents, and he his his assistant had to tell him you can't leave your baby in this house. Uh-huh. So he absolutely he know he knew what was going on with her. And you want to know something else? I saw this this uh, post on Facebook that said narcissistic men know when you don't love yourself. They know who to pray yeah, on. They, do. they, they do. feed off of that. They yeah. feed off of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They feed off of that. And so what I feel is that when it comes to um, this situation, this man named Thomas Troman, he's he referred to this as a, as a phenomenal, as a, a original power. I think that when it comes to both of them, um, for those both, both both of them being so young, I think that if they do some self you know, contemplate, you know, talk, you know, self evaluation, that instantaneously change into form using the universal law of the cause and effect, um, which that sets the law of correlation into motion. The moment you change your perception of self. You set the polarity into motion. And that is going to bring attracting and repelling circumstances and people and experiences instantaneously. So I think that if you guys, the baby or Daddy Lee is listening to this podcast along the, you know, long down the road, change occur instantly when your perception of yourself change. And there is and has only ever been one barrier holding you back from all your dreams and desires. And that is your limited conscious of who you think of who you are. This is a good time for you to make, especially you, Danny. You're going to have to make some bold choices and declare your own personal revelation. Because right now, your personal revelation is everybody's revelations, including his. And that's something that we have to learn that if we do not stop using fantasy, fantasy instead of we don't use if we start using logic instead of fantasy when it comes to love. Things will change. We have mm-hmm. this, all these young girls want this fantasy love life, and there's no such a thing as a perfect love life. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I want to know how do y'all feel about the baby? Do y'all put him at fault? Absolutely. Um, just observing him in the media. And in, in other situations, mm-hmm. he gives narcissist. He gives um person. He gives you. I, I don't. I lack empathy. Let me uh-huh. just put it like that. So, I, I think he should definitely be held accountable in this situation. Um, yeah. I mean, no one made him do anything but him. <laughs> so he he has to be held accountable. <laughs> he knew what he was doing with that girl. Uh-huh. He knew she was unstable, but he did leave her alone. 
Exactly. We know how babies are made. Facts. Um, we don't need a class on that. So, I mean, it's real simple with him. Like, I, I, I don't put him to full. I don't make him full accountable for what happened. No. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you why. I don't either. I don't know what happened prior to them getting to that argument on IG. Mm-hmm. Everybody is quick to blame the man for his actions, but nobody was blaming her for her actions because nobody seen what mm-hmm. led up to that. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So right. I don't completely blame him. I definitely think that there was a he could have went a different route. Route definitely putting her out mm-hmm. in her putting her out of there, knowing that she doesn't have no family in the United States. She's not from the United States. You get what I'm saying? So I do feel like Daddy Lee has to take some responsibility for what took place. Oh yeah, both parties. My thing is, she knew she knew how he was when she got pregnant. She had at least nine months to prepare. Come on, not only. Oh yeah, and I want to touch on that too. Like a lot of women always think that they're the exception, and I tell people all the time, I don't just base my I don't decide like who you are as a person just based on how you treat me but right? also how you treat other people as well exactly. Facts. Facts. so not only, not only that is one of the things I'll say and, and I know you Miss Sable you remember me saying this but you have to accept people's point of views mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. until she learned how to accept and understand that enlightenment can't be taught it has to be experienced She's going to always bump head with her significant others. Mm. She's going to always feel like she's obligated to be understood. And nobody has to understand you. And, and you know what? Thank you. That is the, that just, girl, bang, bang. <laughs> no one has to, you're right. Thank I you. I need to sit here that, yeah. No Thank one has you. to understand you. So I want to talk as long as about, you understand yourself. Right. Right. If you mm-hmm. don't understand yourself, how can you expect for someone else to understand you? So right. one of the things is I think that she, like Miss Mrs. Sable said, she would dealt with a better man, abandonment. That's like when how can I put it? When you deal with abandonment, like let's consider how the things that you got going on in your current life um has affected you. And so for many people, there were moments in their life where they perceived to be highly traumatic. To survive those traumatic events, you must to, you must have to make a decision that alter your way of thinking to be able to cope with those emotions. Right. So these new beliefs can help you survive emotional pains, but it also can prevent you from moving forward. And I think that's what's happening with her right now. So what I'm saying, like, if you guys don't understand what I'm saying, for example, when a child witnessed their parents' divorce, where about a parent is leaving the house and not coming back, the child can be left feeling abandoned and very sad. And in that moment of trauma, that child may decide to interpret the situation and, and conclude that people you love will leave. And that single incident backs up that point of that feeling um, mm-hmm. that can embed on that embed on that into the subconscious mind, which informing the subjective mind, which in turn informs mm-hmm. universal laws, which brings you more of the same situation over mm-hmm. and over again. No matter how many lives you live, 
if you have that thinking, if you have that thought that the people that you love will always leave you, then you're going to always lose someone along the road. Yep. Even when dealing with death. Yeah. People, they do it. I know somebody, uh, she just said, she said, abandonment issues. Her father died. <laughs> this, you know, this, that, her mother died. She was like, oh my God, I got abandonment issues. I'm like, these people didn't abandon you though. But that's no. her brain and the way she percept, you know, perceived it. Right. And in it, you want to know something? And I can agree with that because it's so funny. I, I didn't realize this until I was talking to my, my kid's father. And I said, my daddy left me. Mm-hmm. He's like, what? Like, he didn't leave you. He passed away. And oh, I didn't realize until, up until, like, I said that. And he, and he recognized what I was, you know, the words, the choice of words. Mm-hmm. My choice of words that I realized, like, I, that's how I perceived it. Mm-hmm. as him leaving me and so abandonment issues they dig so much deeper than we just can even think about right you know mm-hmm. right that's why a lot of people one of the things that I will explain to you that that's why ex- this, this explains why people why you will witness people creating the same situation repeatedly mm-hmm. and that, that's kind of like where they are re- reaffirming the observation for the rest of their life and, and it also prevents them from fully connecting in other relationships yeah. decisions at soul level can connect or infor- enforce boundaries of division and this division alters your life so you may intuitively know some of the decisions and judgments made in your childhood are incorrect based off of what you was told what your parents said that that was right and yet you believe them subconsciously and you create the ultimate resistance on your path to your happiness so your shadow counterparts incarnates incarcerate incarcerate you in such a way that you perceive yourself to be less worthy and one of the things that i said when i was talking to Setfire in this podcast is that when you become, when you think that you are less worthy than you are, you are pushing that out into the universe. Yeah. You are you are becoming such, you're thinking more negatively, you feeling more negatively, and in turn, your infinite, your infinite possibilities and potentials and hopes become significantly reduced and diminished. So I think that when it comes to Mrs. Danny Lee and Mr. DeBaby, he has to shift his perception of his life experiences and the things that he was taught and the things that he know, both of them. And this is the way you transform your reality that you want to, and you embrace the concepts that everything comes into fruition from spirit. Once you speak it, once you think it, you will experience it. And so I believe, and this is just my theory on this situation, and I, I really want to hear what y'all's theory. I believe that Mrs. Denny, Denny Lee was a provoker. She, she, she don't know how to talk with her words, so she went straight to social media. She wanted to be in control of the relationship. She wanted him to be in her face, all around her, all the time, every moment, every second, and one of the things that Miss Sapphire said to me is the baby is not going to let anybody come in between his career. Not even his baby mamas. And I think that it got to the point where the baby felt like 
he wasn't dealing with that bullshit anymore. And you gotta understand, I feel like the age difference is 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 not really that bad. It's like what three years apart. I do feel like they both have some growing up to do before they can ever, ever be in a relationship that is gonna work for them. What do you guys think? Hmm. I believe they both should call it quits with one another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't see any future in, in that situation at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the baby will let anything or anyone jeopardize his career. Mm-hmm. And you want to know something I did also pick up on? He kept saying, I'm a black man. She ain't going to railroad me. Something about being a black man and I don't know what he was really trying to convey, but um, I think, yeah, that situation probably was going to get out of hand and, and possibly compromise his career. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I'm just not a fan of the baby just because of his behavior outside of this situation. I, I believe his deeper, his issues are, are much, much deeper Mm-hmm. And I think they will be even harder to heal than hers. Um, yeah, that, that's that, that's pretty much my thoughts on him. <laughs> uh-huh. What about you, Miss Tiffany? How do you feel? Are you there? Hey, can you hear me? A little bit. Go ahead. Now I can hear you. I don't know what happened. That's crazy. But what I'm saying is I feel like they both need to leave each other alone, first of all. I don't know what he meant by he, he's he's a black man, I'm not going to railroad, and what she meant by red bone is what he preferred. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I think that was an immature, both of them being immature. Mm-hmm. And um, I as far as the baby, you know, I don't really know much about it. I know some of the, I like the songs. That's all I know. Right. Uh, as far as him as a person, I don't know too much about him. I hear things, you know. I really feel like he's he's going to sabotage his career on his own, though. He's uh-huh. very egotistical. Mm-hmm. He got to let go of his ego. And once he do that, he, he'll be okay. But that ego is going to it's going to take over every time. Yeah, he got railroaded that career that's before. That's a big fucking fact, my love. That's a big fact. Yeah. I, I, I feel with this situation and what comes of it. Miss Tiffany, did you pull cards on this situation? I did not, but if you want me to, I can. Yes, love. Sure. Sure the will. Okay. So you keep talking, I'm going to get the cards out. I feel with this situation and everything that's going on as far as, you know, the baby and, um, and what's his, what's her name? Danny. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I feel like they are at a place in their life where they going to have to, um, be a little bit open with each other. Um, I think that when it comes to this situation, they're going to have to start, they're going to have to set boundaries for themselves. 
You get what I'm saying? Um, and what I mean by boundaries for themselves, I mean they gonna have to start learning how to communicate instead of yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. You know, because communication is everything in a relationship. And without communication, there is nothing without communication. You get what I'm saying? There's yeah. nothing without it. So I, I do feel like these two people that that are going through this situation and what is they what whatever it is that they're doing as far as going through the situation, how they're doing it, I do believe that they're going to need to learn how to communicate in order to get their point across. Because the yelling and the screaming and the you know and all that stuff and the fighting, it does nothing. It does you no service. It does you nothing. It does nothing for you. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, I I feel like it's more of both. I I put both of them at fault, and I, I really wish that they would you know basically um, be able to you know get it together where they're both understanding each other just for that baby's sake. Okay. Ooh wee. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. So I did pull some cards, and I think some more is gonna try to come out. I know they did, but and I got tarot. I did put tarot cards. I didn't do oracle cards. I did tarot cards. Okay. okay. And I feel like, and I hate this. I hate to say it like this, but I feel like it's more of. Danny Lee, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like she was, like we said, look for outside validation, mm-hmm. and she was she was looking to be important. Where yeah. she has to be important on her own, and I feel like that that changed for her because the first card I got was the Wheel of Fortune, okay. so it's like things changed for her. Right. Um, and she didn't expect, and she, and I feel like she's she's blaming the baby for it, but it's not the baby's fault. It's her. Mm-hmm. It's her because mm-hmm. she was looking for the wrong thing. She was looking for happiness outside of herself. First of all, she feels like she was stabbed in the back, like she was given a, a bad end of the uh, deal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mark, that's the card that popped out as soon as you said that. It's so funny, but go ahead. Which one? Stabbed in the back. <laughs> Ten of Swords. No, it it literally says stabbed in the back from the Okay. The I got the mm-hmm. Ten of Swords and he's literally on the ground with three swords in his back and the rest of them around and one in his hand. Mm-hmm. How about mm-hmm. that? Okay. And yeah. And the funny thing is, is I feel like in order for any how do I say norm- normality or normalness to come to this? I'm going to call it a situationship. I'm not right. going to call it a relationship. Yeah, it's a situationship. They're going to have to co-parent. That's yes. it. They're not going to be able to do anything else. They and, don't have a choice. But yeah, and that and I feel like that's actually going to come through a, a really fast decision. Um. I feel like somebody may end up putting a restraining order on the other one. And from what I was, what I read is that that Danny Lee was the one that was basically she was trying to attack him while she had the, the baby. aggressor. I, that's what I feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So, and then I got the devil card that came out as the fourth card. How about that? New beginning. Oh, no, no, no. That's not new beginning. The that's devil, the, Capricorn. The devil card. Yeah. An unhealthy relationship. Unhealthy relationship. Yes. And I feel like, I feel like she's going to be the corporate, the corporate, the culprit, culprit. Mm-hmm. Thank you, culprit. Thank you, spirit. They said it through for me that many times for me to say it right. <laughs> They're going to be the culprit. She's going to be the culprit that's causing all of the riffraff. Mm-hmm. It's going to come out. Mm-hmm. That it's her. We already know it's her, but it's going to come out as her. Now, I want to say him, as far as him, he's immature. He's a man. I, I'm not saying all men are immature. Don't get me wrong. Right. But they do not mature as fast as women, and that is a scientific fact. No, they don't. So he's doing, he's not doing what she wants him to do. She wants him to take control of the situation. But right. he's not mature enough to know how to do that. He don't want to. I don't think it's that he's not. He don't want to. Isn't that that's the, that too? That too? Mm-hmm. That I think too. she was she was fun for him. And she read a whole lot into that situation because he was probably the first guy that came along and, and showed her a little bit of attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yeah. And, and that's really just what it was. <laughs> and it's has, funny. Mm-hmm. I got the strength card that came upside down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he was her weakness. Yeah. He, he, she, she was, was already weak. weak and he made her weaker. Put it that yeah, way. Because she was attached to the outcome. She wasn't attached. She was attached yep. to the outcome of what was going on between them two. Honestly, and I don't the full card came out for you. The mm-hmm. new beginnings just came out. Right. So I think I don't think that there was ever a title between the two of them. I think they were just they were just fucking and having fun. Mm-hmm. I feel that too. I feel that all as well because we really didn't hear nothing about them until she was pregnant. Right. Yeah. I, I heard it before. I heard about them before. I heard about him before, but when I heard about him, then all of a sudden, like maybe a week or two later, she came out with pregnancy photos. See, I didn't That's know what happened. About him. I'm a little old school. I stay off of the tabloids and shit. You know what I'm saying? I follow the I follow the shade room on Instagram. Oh. So you know the shade room is the first with the T. Yeah, see, I didn't know it. nothing about. Actually, you want to know what? The first time I saw her actually was after their song that they had together and the baby what mama song that? I forgot what song it was it's their, it's their first song together it's one of her singles it was one of her uh, singles and his baby mama he was with his baby his other baby mama at that time mm-hmm. and, and the, the, the baby mama had told her through social media like I think she said I um like you knew we were together like you knew about us so I mean, it's a little bit of karma, they say, I guess. He's got three baby mothers now, right? Yeah. So which one is pregnant again? Is it Mimi or the second? Yep, Mimi, the first one, the one I already have is, yep. Now, she was the one that was staying out of the limelight a lot, and now she's jumping into it? Nope, she was actually was the first oh. one that he was with. She's the she's the one he was with when Danny's first started messing with him. That was all in oh. the in the media. So actually, to be very honest, in the beginning, Danny in the media, that's what it looked like. She was the side chick. 
Because he was mm-hmm. with his baby mama taking pictures with her, and then all of a sudden you hear about him and Danny after they're single. Mm-hmm. And the and the and the baby mama was on the internet, you know, talking about that. Like, you know, you know he's with me. Like, what's going on? So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she thought she was something special. <laughs> you saw what he was doing to that. She came out with that song. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. they found her on that one. Yeah, I think that it right now, um, we I, I want you guys to join me back um in a minute. We've been on here for about 30 minutes and I wanna go ahead and take a break, you know, get our stuff rejuvenated because um on the next um go round of this episode, we're gonna talk about breakdowns and breakthroughs that they both have to go through to in, in order to get back to to their individual self so um y'all stay tuned it's your soul coach and oracle hannah yamaya we got miss tiffany and miss sable here um with us and hopefully they will join us again um after these messages okay so y'all stay tuned guys so we back and we was listening to the Danny Marie and the babies um, um, song together called um, Levi High 
and we have Miss Tiffany Scott. I mean, not Tiffany Scott. Sorry, Miss Tiffany Alexander. And I think that Miss Sable is going to join us a little bit later. So we are talking about the breakdowns and how the breakdowns for Mr. DeBaby and Mrs. Danny Lee are created from the depths of their souls for them to have a breakthrough in their awakening in their everyday life. Um, I think that one thing that I believe that there is beauty in breakdowns um, and it is it, it causes it's, it's kind of like perfections for me. It's that bustling arena where your soul and your spirit conspires to demand a new reality to transpire. Knowing this, you will no longer view breakdowns as a negative. And I think that that's something that they both have to understand. If they review these breakdowns as a negative, then it will always be a negative situation, right? Mm-hmm. So, but better still as opportunities. You want to look at your breakdowns as opportunities to learn from it, to not make the same mistake over and over in, in your life. And they are perfectly divine portals to hatch that butterfly within. So, remember in, when I was talking to Setfire, we talked about the caterpillar and the, but, the, caterpillar and the butterfly demonstration, the effect. Mm-hmm. There, the metamorph- metamorphosis of the butterfly demonstration is so beautiful. It goes through such a visual striking transformation that if we did not have tangible evidence, it would sound like the greatest fairy tale ever told the caterpillar and the butterfly effect right it's similar in the human experience when there is a breakdown in the body or in the mind it originates from those earlier decisions that form your limited your beliefs that something is or should be or is going to be a certain way so one thing that i say is that as human as the human race we need to be honest with ourselves and register where we are exactly on our personal scale of limited beliefs and and learn how to work on releasing what is holding us back in our relationships. Not just our relationships, but also in our financial life, our business life, our general life. And I I ask myself this when I start to get negative, uh, when I start start to think negatively about my business or negatively about my love life, I ask myself these questions. Do you believe that you are worthy of health and high energy? And if you believe that you are worthy of health and high energy, then you have to believe that the food that you feed, that you put in your mouth, is to nourish you or to temporarily entertain you. If you believe that the food that you're putting in your body is to temporarily entertain you, then you have to find some balance within self. I always ask myself, do you believe that you are the cause or the effect of your body? I believe that we are the cause. Our situations and the things that's going on in our life is the cause of our body. And our body is affected by those situations. So when you realize that you're not a prisoner to your beliefs, but you are so the creator to them, you can make new choices, ladies and gentlemen. And if you understand that, because if you think, think about this, that all diseases begin within the soul. Do anybody got something to say? Um, I'm sorry. I just tuned back in. Uh, I was talking about how breakdowns are 
perfect they are divine portals for perfect choices and and new life and new beginnings as Mm -hmm. miss miss tiffany said at the end of the her reading for this situation that for danny there will be a new beginning and I think the only way she's going to get a new beginning is if she does not view this situation as a negative. Oh, absolutely. I definitely agree with that. Um, yeah, if she doesn't view it as a negative, and, and also if she takes some accountability. Because uh-huh. um, often, and I know for myself, sometimes it's hard to see yourself in situations. Right. Therefore, you can't really take accountability. And if you don't take accountability, then that means you're not really telling yourself what you did wrong. Right. You know? So. Right. Yeah. Right. So what do you believe? Like, what do you believe? What do you guys believe the outcome is going to be for this situation? Do you think that she's going to end up going back to him? Or do you think she's going to find? I don't think Oh, no. No going back. And I don't even think it's because she won't go back. But I, I believe he would not allow her to come back. What about you two? Um, first of all, when you say go back, all I kept hearing is go back to what? To him. Right. To him. But if she was never really with him. He's going to fuck her when he wants to. As long as she allows it. That's mm-hmm. what's going to continue to happen. Unless she steps up and really gets herself love. So that's where I was getting back to what? Back to where she was in the beginning with him? Yeah. She's headed for that. Uh-huh. And, he, and whenever he wants to, he'll be like, you got to go. You got to go. You got to go. And when he wants her to come back, he'll let her come back. And as long as she continues to play the the ping pong ball, he's going to continue to play table tennis. That's facts. That is facts. So one thing I want to know that I want you guys to know, and if you're listening to this, we have to learn how to keep faith in that, keep faith that the universe and all infinite wisdom is tightly wound in our every living cell. It is constantly forcing, working for evolution. And this thought drastically alters the unnerving viewpoints on chaos and upset. And finally, you can see beauty in breakdowns if you look at it in all aspects. Okay? When you look at the things that you go through, whether it's a negative or positive, especially negative situations, you want to look at it in every aspect. Okay? You will witness the shift which your spirit demands so that you can propel into the next realm of of the reality of your life. So it is the storm that commands the root of the tree that grows deeper. Thus, it stabilizes it as well. So I believe that when we are grounded and we are centered and we look at ourselves as just a tree that is uh, growing from the earth, we are the prime denominator of how we are able to reach different dimensions in our life, which is basically different realities and different levels of our life that can be connected to another. So sometimes you know there is more to what the eye can see, and sometimes you have to look for it, and sometimes you just have to trust your own expansion. And once I do believe that <coughs> Betty Lee did not trust herself, 
she gave all her trust to him. She put her whole life in his hands and he took everything, including her dignity, her pride, and the love for herself away from her. So I believe that when you when you when you're when you allow somebody that has no power over you to to have that much power over you, you you wipe you you rip away that power. You rip away the truth of who you are. And so when you deep when your truth is deepened as you as you are finding yourself passing a storm or allowing you to be enveloped by the ebbs and the flow of the entire universe knowing that you are all of it you are allowed to transformate and it, and it allows you to shift that identity from the individual that I am to the great I am and when you believe that you are great when you believe that you are worthy when you believe that you are a goddess a king a queen nothing or no one should be able to have that much that much power over you where you feel like you need to be validated by this person so I want to invite Danny Lee to use this time to shift her consciousness and come to realization of who she are. Because right now, if you look at it from my point of view on the outside looking, she's a reflection of him. Because she gave him that. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So I feel like that in order for us to allow things in our life to shift, especially when it comes to this situation, because I know that some of you guys is affected by the situation. Um, to be honest with you, I feel like the baby is a, a victim of domestic violence since she did put her hands on him. Um, and the next violence is nothing to play with. I was a, I'm a victim of, of domestic violence. And no, I'm not. a I'm a survivor of domestic violence. And I learned to shift my thinking by using the law of cause and effect. And the law of cause and effect says for every effect, there is a cause. Spirit, your higher self, your beliefs called your thoughts, which creates your feelings and emotions, which causes the circumstances of your life. This is the true nature of the creative process, the unfoldment of thought through the law into form. This law responds in direct proportion to your beliefs you experience of life changes to the degree that you change the core belief in thinking so if you're listening to this situation I mean you listen to these podcasts and maybe you're dealing with something similar to Miss Denny Lee and the baby situation learn how to shift your thinking because for most people the subconscious has, has been a negatively programmed through the commands that it has been given to us during traumatic experiences for example, through trauma of a parent's a parent's getting divorced, a child programs the subconscious to believe that they are not worthy of love or love doesn't last. And based off of everything that I see as far as my reading, I feel like that Denny Marie was already feeling abandoned. She was abandoned by her parents. Once you know, her parents doesn't like what she's doing. Um, and I, I feel like that maybe this is a good time to start asking ourselves. What decisions did we make about life in ourselves during a traumatic incident? Or what commands did you program into your subconscious during an emotional state? Or how are, how are those limited beliefs affecting your current life today? Because a lot of the beliefs that we have are the limited beliefs that our parents embedded in our mind. Remind you, 
if you are from a religious a religious background and you got this religious thought of what your parents said was right for you you have to reprogram your mind to actually believe that there is something bigger and something better and something knowledgeable that may fit you because what doesn't work what works for your parents may not work for you so I'm going to let Miss Tiffany take the, the lead Miss Tiffany um, if you got something to say because I can feel it coming <laughs> Are you there, sis? I apologize. I don't know what happened. Uh-huh. Well, Miss Sable, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Okay, do you have any last minute things to say? Um I guess I'm a I'm a big I'm I think I'm really big on self-improvement. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm really big on self-improvement. And so I just want to say always love yourself and put yourself first. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much my whole take on it on everything. Love yourself and put yourself first. So when I, you do that, you can avoid a lot of um, bad situations. Yes. Yeah, so I pulled some cards for the situation to see um, what the outcome going to be, and I'm using my own oracle deck. You guys, if you guys doesn't know, I am a a tarot reader, oracle reader, and I just created my own oracle card. So. Um, I'm going to pull a couple cards on the situation of the outcome as far as the baby and Danny Lee um, and how it's going to work. Um, I think the first card that fell out, it says get into formation. I think that Daddy Lee going to have to break some generational curses and she's going to have to start letting her guides and her spirits lead her where she's going to be breaking generational curses. And I think that generational curse is going to start with her. I think that she, her, she got a, um, she was born in a family where women thought that staying with a man that didn't love them was okay. So um, nobody showed her that it's okay to leave someone that they, that they know that they love because what is not for them is not for them. And if it's for them, it will come back. I also feel like that when it comes to the situation, Mr. Um, the baby going to have to find some balance. Um, even at this time in this, in this time in life, Mr. The baby is actually still out of balance. Um, he's not connected with his higher self. And he's, he's, he's also him and her is always in the cage, especially as a Capricorn. Um, they're going to have to stop overthinking the situation. Um, they're going to also have to do basically self-care. There are some things. In order to become ageless, you've got to start taking care of yourself, the baby and um, Danny Marie. I do feel like that Danny Marie is going to get pregnant again. I do feel like she's going to get pregnant again. Um, I do feel like that if she's not going to get pregnant with him, with his baby, it's going to be somebody else. Um, but if she, I do feel that she will go back. Why? Because she felt he brings out her inner child. She was having fun and she ended up falling in love with this man. And so now she don't know how to fall out of love. And I think that she's going to have to gain some knowledge as well. Both of them. I feel like they're going to have to start, you know, making new friends and, and getting more supportive friends and learn how to be the teacher and the student. Because right now, they're trying to be the teacher and not trying to learn from each other. A relationship is based off of learning from each other, learning that everybody does not think like you. And, and because Capricorns are always stuck in their ways, 
that you can't tell them anything. They have they have an excuse for everything. They have a justification for everything. You guys going to have to get out of that. You guys going to have to learn how to know that you're not the only person that experienced certain things. People experience things differently. So just because your experience is not their experience, try to understand each other. So I'm going to give the mic to Tiffany. Um, and then um, I want you guys to go ahead and just tell everybody what you guys do. Um, and thank you guys for joining. Okay. Uh, thank you. So, yeah, I feel like Danny Lee, she has to, like you said, she... She has to figure, she has to find out who she is in her and walk in her power mm-hmm. and not rely on others to give her power. Right. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. And and I feel like the baby, I feel like he is very narcissistic. Mm-hmm. I really do. I do feel that way. Um, but I only feel like I feel like he's narcissistic to people who allow him to mm-hmm. be. Yes. So I don't know the dynamics between him and his other baby mothers or whatever, but this relationship totally, I mean, this situation totally, you know, it blew up. It did. We see a side of him and it's not making him look good at all. Mm-hmm. This is like his second thing, you know, first of all, uh, yeah. How can you kick the baby, uh, your, your child's mother out of the house, period. Go to your house is big enough for y'all to separate and not see each other for a couple days. Come on now. Exactly. 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 He's heartless. He's heartless. So I um before we get off of here and we end this this show, I did want to read a story um out of the book called Rise Sister Rise. It's by um Rebecca Campbell. It's called Transformation and Recalibration. The whole process of pretty miraculous. Is quite literal, literally mean to change form, nature, and appearance. With all the leaps in the awakening and the consciousness, the step that stepping into a new age required, we each go through a massive recalibration, changing both our physical form and our vibrational frequency. In this life, changing at soul level is pointless if you do not give your physical body time to embody that transformation so to hold to hold the shift at cellular level as well as an emotional or mental or soul level as we release attachment identities and old ways of being our body needs time to clear things from our system so be compassionate and watch on the in the outalls as miraculous body recalibrations to assist you if you do not if you don't allow the time and the space to incorporate the change the higher frequency can behold in the body and the rise in the consciousness is stuck in thought all air no ground leaving you to gasp and try to hold on as the wind of time continues to blow so this is not a time to have a spiritual conversation this is a time to do the work just as the redwood just as the redwood, the longs to rise towards the light must first drop her root deep. So we must. She cannot grow tall without the anchoring, without being held by earth. If your body requires naps and rest while reading a book, honor that. Just because you're doing nothing doesn't mean your body isn't doing something miraculous. In the lead, in the lead up to while writing a book, I find I've been going through my own sort of recalibration. 
recalibrations. I've been stuck, been sick several times, some days, all to finishing a chapter. Out of nowhere, I need to take a nana nap. I've been honoring these calls, which quite honestly have been extremely challenging, especially with deadlines and uh, that deadlines and loomings. I even request a one month extension on a, a few months back, feeling it necessary if I was to be able to embody the message that the this book demands so we are all being called to soften in order to be strengthened to drop our roots deep in our in order to rise high give yourself rest and recuperation necessary for the transformation process to happen in full all time to reroute and rewire ask the butterfly after it's eaten and growing all it can it, it builds a cocoon and glands the caterpillar appearance to be just chilling out and, re- and resting and being in reality nothing could be farther from the truth inside the caterpillar is a rapid transformation it is actually during the resting phase that is the most productive while it's cocooning in the sack it's quite literally changing form organs limbs tissues and the whole idea all parts of the caterpillar are changing Entering through this process too soon the butterfly will be completely unformed but wait in face for just a minute in between your breaths something completely new and breathtaking will be born we need to change our beliefs that that in order to be, produ- to be productive we need to be busy to allow the wisdom of our body to do what we do we do best to believe that the universe and all of life is supporting our constant transformation. Life is weaving, regardless of what we're doing. The moment we get in the way of our macromanage, the universe, we mess up the magnificent order of life. Nature has an innate intelligence that knows exactly what to do. You're part of, of the na- you're you are a part of the nature. So you do too. I want you sisters out here, you brothers out here, I want you guys to learn how to rise. So you need to start honoring your body's call to allow this transformation to happen. Okay? So of the fall and the rise and the rise of the fall, we are all in a constant state of rising and falling, falling and rising. All and everything we must do is, uh, is allow what is falling to fall away. And what is rising to rise. Life is circulating like that. You can either rise or fall with it. Or resist or struggle against it. The part of you that can never die. Is forever whispering stories of letting go. So you can surrender the same force. That controls the whole cosmos. Or rely on the fading strength. Of your separationist. You can listen. To her whispers or his whispers, or you can wait for the tower to fall. Today, do not be a tower card and allow your life to fall apart based off a situation that you cannot control. You are in you are the creator. You have the power to change anything in your life as long as you allow it. So go ahead and if you want to, Miss Say, if you want to uh tell everybody who you are, what you do, um, where they can find you at, I will love to hear it. Okay. Hi, my name is Sable and I am the owner of Intuitive 8 Healing. 
Um, you can add me on um, Facebook at Intuitive 8 Healing LLC or Instagram at Intuitive 8 Healing. Um, I basically, I read tarot and Oracle, of course, Oracle cards and also make intention candles. Um, I haven't started selling them yet, but they are coming soon. Um, and yeah, that pretty much sums me up, I guess. Okay, so where can they <laughs> find you? How can they find you? Oh yeah, I what? said um um you can add me on. I have a page on Facebook, um, Intuitive Eight Healing LLC, and then my Instagram is Intuitive Eight. Um, I'm sorry, Intuitive Eight Healing, and I also have a website um, where you guys could book me. And I, I, I'm going to actually post that on my Facebook, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and my Instagram page. Right. Mm-hmm. So go subscribe to her website. Go like and follow her page. Um, I think Miss Tiffany had to leave the building, but you guys can follow her on Facebook. It's called Water Being Spiritual Life Coaching. Um, you can find her on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Um, you can also find her on YouTube. Um, do not forget to go follow my ladies, Miss Sapphire Jones, Miss Sable Frazier, and Miss Tiffany Alexander. I want to send you guys some love and light, some peace and wholeness. And stay tuned for episode four on season two. Um, I would love to hear you have you guys back in my, my podcast again. Thank you guys for co-hosting and you guys have a blessed day. Bye you guys. It's the Soul Coaching Oracle Show. Have a good night.